Hello and welcome to what is technically episode four of Brothers the Podcast after that sweet, sweet Scott Stapp bonus episode. Ugh, the reviews are in. It's a hit. Anyway, uh, this week we talk about how I was caught singing patent pending in public, very embarrassing, and why that happened. Uh, when Michael used to be a punk-ass kid and get kicked out of shows all the time, and we talk about if Robert had to take on the life, the wife, and the kid of one of his brothers, who would he choose? Things got weird, things got funny. Enjoy it. Uh, please continue to tell your friends about this podcast and comment on iTunes or anywhere else where you can help grow this thing. It is growing uh, pretty much doubling in size every week. So thank you guys very much for being awesome to us. And uh, keep telling people. I think that's a good idea. All right. Well, check us out on Twitter, at Joe Pending, at Robbie Rags, at This Good Idiot. Love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. That it is okay. that people are doing that. Okay. I have a very special... Are you talking about drugs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's tight. I, have a... I don't know if people know our jokes. <laughs> hey, I'm Joe. My voice always sounds like this today. I'm, I'm Robert, and this is me now. This is, this is Michael, and this is basically the voice I've been using all day. But again. you never know. Yeah. Welcome to Brothers the Podcast. Oh, wow. Here we are. Yeah. That was a little formal. Thank you. I have a very special Scott Stapp follow-up. Wait, okay, go on. <laughs> Any of our listeners who haven't heard the very special Scott Stapp Previously. special? Previously on Brothers Please go the back podcast. and refer to that first. Um, no, it wasn't even... Uh, I, I went to... Um, Did he stop by? No, I went... I didn't. I, not yet. I, I went to tag him in something because I was, like, posting that, that picture of him from the airport the other day. <laughs> and I, like, searched the hashtag Scott Stapp. And first of all... It was like there were like four thousand people talking about Scott Stapp, which I was like, I don't know if I was always like, okay. Um, <laughs> but no, you think we're the only podcast in town? I saw his Instagram <laughs> and it was just pictures of his family, and I just couldn't do it. Oh, <laughs> man, I felt so bad. I felt like such an asshole. Right. Well, listen, well, that's for, a good Scott Stapp update. For any for anybody uh, that hasn't listened to it yet, it's we talk about Scott Stapp. It's something special for a half hour, well, and it's, it's really to be fair. I did defend him a little bit. Which, I yeah. so did. I tried to. And then in the end, I was like, well, no, nope, fuck him. Nope, never mind. No. But it was a very special Scott Set bonus special. It was very special. Was. All right. So it, what What did you – is your album done? Yeah. Finish the record. Can the, I hear it? The hit record. Are you going to hear it? Is this it right now? We uh, it well, right? he – the dude who produced it and is uh, finishing editing vocals, and then he starts mixing tomorrow. Oh, so it's, 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 it's happening. happening right now. It's all happening. So like, uh, you'll hear it when I hear it. Name that tune. They say it doesn't happen that often, but it's happening right now. I'm writing you this letter. Thursday. Thursday, bro. Wow. Nice. Oh, speaking of Thursday. Um, so like we said last week, our, our cousin Steve played guitar in the band Thursday. He refuses um, to come on the podcast. He he, he really doesn't want to come on no, the podcast. He's, he's, he's even reached out. He's if we paid for a flight from New Jersey, which might not exist. <laughs> no, 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 you have him fly into JFK. Yeah, there are oh. flights, there are flights, but it's it's private. It's unbelievable. I think we have him fly into JFK, which is just as far from our house as he would just be. You know, we, so. No, he would fly out of JFK. That's his closest airport. <laughs> we took so we have him go to LaGuardia. LaGuardia. <laughs> Which the they bus. can't do. It's in the bus. <laughs> can't do. Uh, I went and saw his new band play the other night. Oh, is it good? They're called States and Kingdoms, and they're awesome. How's the group? Really good. Like, how's, the, how's the reverb? Unbelievable <laughs> amounts of reverb. Did they like your jokes? Dude. He, he, like, he listens to this thinking that I actually like that's something I've talked about before. I'm just being an ass. <laughs> like, what about t- no, like, seriously, tone how's their tone? Stuff, how's their tone? <laughs> Dude, the tone, the tone is tight. That's nice. The tone is tight. Oh, like, well, Dude, like every tone. once in a while, kids come up to me um, and they think that I 
know about that stuff. You give a shit about uh, like, and oh, they're like, dude, like, what are you guys? You guys like travel has been really nice lately. And I'm like, I'm like, there's no way you said that. Like, not that. <laughs> then first of all, I know what that is, and no one would say that. And that's your time. And like, they'll like talk about like. Like they wanted to talk to me about heads that I like when I played guitar. They were like, "Dude, it's so like I know that I know that you played the 900 live, but like, what's on the album? Because I can't quite put my finger on it." I'm like, "There's no way that you sat there like, no, that's not the nine, bro. Like, there's no way." That I've you heard did that. Robert have that conversation with the assholes in our band, though. Yeah, uh, where they're like, what, "What kind of head do you think he's playing through there, though?" Well, absolutely. Like, what well, band are you in again? Wango yeah. Tango. <laughs> Man, no, it's this kid robot. This kid oh, robot. Hey, here's yeah. an actual question. Oh. Oh. Hey. Hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> speaking of awesome jokes about Wait. 80s bands. Okay, go on. They're called States and Kingdoms, right? I said yeah. that. And they played, they sound like, I'm not a U2 fan, really. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of great songs, but like, they sound if like. I can't wait to see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like if U2 was really, really fucking cool. Oh. So they I sound like, like badass. Like, yeah, you so, would like them a lot. So I'd like Michael. them a lot. Yeah, you'd like no, them see, a lot. Listen, I, yeah, I have, I have a joke there, but it's not yeah, about Stacey. No, go ahead. It's about you two. Well, <laughs> well, then they sound nothing like you two then. <laughs> that's unfair because, that's unfair because, listen, you two's been yeah, there for like 60, yeah, yeah, 60 yeah. actual years. Yeah. They've been playing for 60 actual years. I think they've been, they've been a band. They're, they have some good songs, but I mean, also, they have some songs that His aren't good songs. His name is yeah. The Edge. That's yeah. the coolest thing ever. Well, I think that they've just become, by the time that we were old enough to know anything about U2, it, they had become caricatures of themselves. You know what? It's very fashionable <laughs> to make fun of U2, so let's just move on. Do you yeah. remember when okay. Anthony was... Yeah, Anthony, <laughs> our, the drummer Pen Penny used to be a dead ringer for the edge for U2. <laughs> he looked, he looked Anthony like went out was... and got a jacket, right? <laughs> and like, at this point, none of us had been an adult yet. So Not on purpose. I know. didn't do this on purpose. No, but Anthony went out and got an adult jacket. Anthony's, Until then, always, we all had, had, Anthony's always had a pretty ostentatious wait, style. Wait, wait, we, all, we all like ripped up band hoodies and stuff. Anthony shows up in this sick leather racing jacket. With a stripe, that's an adult <laughs> yeah. jacket? Well, it was like a, an attempt at adult jacket. Okay. Oh, you know what it was exactly? It was like the middle school or freshman high kid who's like, I'm gonna dress cooler. You know what it kind of was? But yeah, didn't. and then he no, no, fucking no. did. Yeah. You, know what it, you know, what it, know what it actually was? It was exactly what The Edge was wearing on the cover but, of Rolling okay, Stone so that was from the 2004. Issue. That was the issue. So <laughs> I was like, dude, you look... No, Joey Padula. Was it Joey or you? I, not, I don't know. Some hilarious person from our family Probably was like, me. yo... Probably not me, though. You The Edge, bro? And then like we pulled up the picture and he couldn't... Like, Anthony was so sad. He looked just like him, though. His, yeah. his name in my phone is still The Edge. I'm aware of the situation. Here's the thing, though, is Anthony's such a prideful person... I know. ...that he wore that jacket. He went out of his way to make sure he had that jacket on for like two months after. Thought, yeah, like he was like, all right, I don't want to do this anymore, but I'm going to do it out of principle. Yeah, I principle. thought that he embraced it. That guy loves a good leather jacket. We did a video shoot the other day and Terika did all the, the wardrobe for it. And she showed up with this leather jacket, and you know, I've never, I don't, I never owned a leather jacket. They're great. I just, you know, maybe I don't have the confidence, whatever it is. <laughs> but maybe it's my shoulders. You've always been, a more, more, you know, you've always been more of a leather I pants think guy. Think <laughs> I have. Yeah, a little bit. Thank you for noticing. A little bit. Christmas dinner. No one says a word about my leather pants. <laughs> anyway, uh, Terry gives me his jacket to put on, and Anthony looks at it and he goes, Where, "Well, where's that jacket from?" <laughs> and I was like, "You, you want to try it on?" He's like. Well, are you doing a scene right now? I was like, no. He's like, yeah, I want to try it on right now. <laughs> so Erica was like, you know, it was on sale. Because like what we do is we, we get all this wardrobe for our videos and then we return it all. Because we don't have the money. <laughs> so anything that can be returned is returned. And like she saves all the tags. We have like tag and stuff. So Anthony tries it on. He's like, uh, $35. <laughs> and the last I heard was, I'll take it. <laughs> I don't know if he did that. Um, you look very handsome in the video. Dude, hasn't even been colored yet. I finally saw Got the, a good the, cut, the, the last cut of this thing. Mm, mm. You know what, though? Actually, because there are two of you in the video, one of you is very handsome, I the really other one's just kind of handsome. Mm. And it's the one that's more like me, right? 
Which Wait, okay, I have a bunch of stuff. I have a bunch of material <laughs> like lining up in my head right now. I'm really sorry, guys. Just go do whatever get, you gotta get do. Ahead. So oh. we did this music video for six feet, and we talked about it previously. It doesn't matter. The issue is this. It's almost done, or it is done, and people are singing it for the first time. And sometimes in patent pending, I'm just going to run with it. And sometimes, uh, so Mark, Rob, and Corey. What do you mean by that? Like, there's sometimes I'm going to do stuff. I'm not going to ask anybody about it. <laughs> I'm just going to do You're it. You're just going to do it. Yeah. yeah. So everyone knew we were doing this video, and... If you heard these other episodes, you know that it was like a last minute thing. Has that ever bit you in the ass? (laughs) Michael was in patent pending. (laughs) That was a funny joke. That's a really, really (laughs) funny joke. Very good joke, Michael. (laughs) So curious. Has that ever come back to bite you in the ass? I wonder if we can have an example. So what happened was the script of this video was it's basically it was me and then the band's in a very specific part, and then the band wasn't there for the rest of it, because Corey lives in Georgia, Rob lives in Pennsylvania, and Mark um Oh, I had a joke for this. I had something it for this. It is such a shame we couldn't get Corey on the podcast while he was in town. We'll get him again. He's always in town. We, he's here that all the time. That was also a joke. Nice. <laughs> Damn it. You're flying. Jokes are funnier when you tell the people afterwards. <laughs> that was that joke. Wait, if you had to tell them the joke afterwards, that's how you know it landed. Yeah. My bad. Because um, you hit it that hard. But um, so they didn't really know what the video was going to be. They knew the, the concept, and then it happened. And then they saw it, and they were like, hey, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> and it was an unbelievable moment. Uh, when when I explained, I was watching it with Robert, and at one point he was just like, "All right, but well, what what exactly? Okay." <laughs> and, and she's just okay. Can I tell you? Can I tell you, can I tell you the best reaction to it so far? Like only like nine people have seen it. I got it right away, but well, that's I know because it, I was involved in the concept. The only person, <laughs> the only person who was involved in the concept that got it immediately. Can you please try and guess who it was? It wasn't your wife. Oh, no, no, no. She, but she knew what the concept was. Emily B. Emily loved that video. It stopped playing because she thought it was hilarious that I was on TV. Quinn likes it too, but she was asking, where's Dana and Emily B? Yeah, because Everly's been alive for other music videos, but not alert. So she saw this one and she was like, that's you. Yeah. (laughs) And you're standing here too. Yeah. (laughs) And there's two of you up there. (laughs) Shit, is this going on? So, but the video ended and she started wailing. Like, no! I put it back on. She, yeah. (laughs) But, um, the, uh, our mother, because the video is a little abstract, and I will explain the idea later in time. But our mother was like, our father was like, oh, it looks great. I have no idea what the fuck happened, no, our but it looks great. Our mom was like this, are you kidding me? Look at, look at our father, like, are you kidding me? And he's like, what? He's like, obviously, it's about the day-to-day struggle, the, the, the internal struggle of the regular human being. It's like, she, it was amazing. Like, she so nailed it, funny. and she, like, went into great detail about what it was about. She prides herself on ruining movies. Like, when I'm like, hey, I'm not going to see this loves movie, it. so, like, go ahead. Loves it. She'll be like, oh, I figured it out in, like, the first ten minutes. It was this. And she always brags about it. That's where Michael it. gets it from. I loved talking Lost with our mother. That was the best. Like, like uh, during that last season, like, oh, it was the best. She was, she was so insightful. Wait, I saw I saw... Yesterday we played a, a show. Where'd you play Oh, yesterday? how was that? We should talk about that That's show. That's why you guys didn't come see Zootopia. Yeah, I didn't see Zootopia because we played a show yesterday. So we um, we that's played why. a show in the Poconos. Yeah, that's that was a joke. Yeah. Yeah. We played a show in the Poconos, <laughs> but it wasn't at the Sherman Theater, which is weird because we've never done that. Um, and it was at a different place, and it was weird because it was different, right? And the Poconos is a weird place to begin with, so it was weird. Was it a new place? This is why it was weird. All these bands played, and everyone was great, and everyone was super nice, but like... And the people who promoted the show were super nice, but the venue itself doesn't do this. And the people oh, when we I got to the, the promoters were like, yeah. the promoters were like, hey, 
we want to apologize in advance because they don't know what's happening. I like, get they don't kicked know out of that show every time. You do get kicked out of that show. Hey, <laughs> you would have definitely gotten hey, kicked out of the show last there, night. Joe, oh. there was one time. Uh, the, luckily, I, This Good Robot started after Michael had his tenure in patent pending. Right. And I got to sit on the sidelines and watch the whole machine function. Right. Oh, so there was one <laughs> show. There was one show that we played at a. Uh, it was like a warehouse, an industrial warehouse in. It sounds like it was a really good show. In, I don't even know what he's talking about. Uh, it was in uh, Holbrook. It was a little tiny place. It was in the I, where we get all our merch printed. It was in that part. Oh yeah. yeah. We got yeah. there. And Michael calls me before all the local shows. Michael would call me and be like, "Hey, like I've got Quinn or whatever. Like, can you call me and let me know what the deal is when I need to be there?" And I was like, "Hey." Uh, you need to not show up here until the minute before we walk <laughs> on stage. Yeah, that, yeah, and you know what's amazing is, like, that guy sought me out. Yeah, like he found me oh, and was it. like, it was "This is we're doing this." I and don't know. He just he just tried to have problems with me, and I was like, I was steering clear so hard, and he was like, "No, we're doing this." It was amazing. We're you were in Pat and Penny for we're nine fighting. years, eight years at least. Yeah, yeah. So like eight years. I'm gonna say Michael got kicked out realistically. Four shows. Kicked out of or asked to leave? Three shows. Did you just say four or three shows? Are you talking like monthly? Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> oh, come on. Are you fucking insane? I can remember. How about like, this? Where really? the security guard had to be spoken to by somebody else to be like, hey, he's cool. Really, I can remember like three real bad times. All right, then they were black outrageous. <laughs> then, then you forgot the rest, and oh my god, but I like, can't believe you said three or four. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> but you time, used to be a young punk. To do, but it had nothing Yo, to do were, with but me. You were punk as shit. I would be though. sitting in a corner reading a book, and they would just be like, "That's my corner." <laughs> they, they, they would call me something awful for some reason, and it was just like, "All right." Well, because you are those things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it is so nuts, though. Like, no, I, you're right, but you would have gotten kicked that show last night. It would have been funny, and yeah. I would have laughed. Okay, <laughs> but either way, this is the best part. I don't, somebody had to have spoken to him after the third band, because I was praying to God it would happen during our show. There was a there was a sound guy who was also, I guess, the the entertainment between bands. That he was is a the DJ. Best. That is the best. California Girls was played like nine times, and that girl Jenna Lynn, who's questioned me at the answer today, noticed and was like, "How many fucking times is he going to play this song?" <laughs> and this guy was like, "The entertainment between bands, right?" So during the first band, the second band, the third band, I want you to. 16 years playing shows I've never seen this before. You should have covered it. You know, sometimes you play cheesy, crappy shows like that. Before you go on, they'll be like, from Long Island, New York. Yes. Five boys. Hey, those are the moments I live for. Patent pending. And like they mispronounce stuff. And like, you know, it's awful. Like, you never want to go out and play a local, like a punk rock show in a place where kids are there to mosh, where someone announces you like you're on Star Search or American Idol, some shit like that. I think that you have the wrong outlook on all of You're right. right. No, I, hey, you know, I live for that shit. (laughs) I'm trying to give a general, you know, thing here. But, Last night, this dude does this. I'm like, sick. Off to a great start. Mm-hmm. The band's playing a show. Band finishes great song, great performance. Kate holds the microphone, about to announce his second song. Let's say the band is called, well, you're wearing a gray hoodie. Let's say the band's called the Gray Hoodies. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Kid finishes the, the second song of the set. I like their old stuff, by the way. Hold on. The I know, they're re- great, way better. Great way first better. record. When they used to just be a, a pullover before yeah, they zip up. Really cool. So anyway, um, the DJ in between songs goes, Gray hoodies, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for him. No it up there. Way. No way. Hold on. I'm not done. Don't interrupt me when I'm imitating He's something like a awesome. wedding singer. Hold on. Gray hoodies up there, killing it. Back to him. No. And then the kid just looked up, and like, it was like a young band. Like, this kid did not know what just happened. And he looked up, and I was like, this next song is called Fall. 
was like, that was the greatest. And then the next thing, like, a punk band played, and he did it for them too. And the punk band was just like, all right. And then I would, I would have been able to stop laughing, dude. And then a young band played, a super young band played. Something situation. tells Mike, it tells me Michael would have loved this oh, day. Yeah, I may have really loved, loved it, it. Boy, I could see myself if I, if you caught me in the right mood, you would have I probably it. would have left the stage for a minute and gone and talked to him myself. Very important. Very important. Everyone knows this had nothing to do with the bands. This had nothing to do with the promoters. It was just maybe not even the venue. Just this one guy who had a microphone so, and access. Did he do well during your set? Dude, he did good stuff. Ghost. Good material. Somebody had to have spoken to him after the, th the third band because he didn't do it anymore, and I was God. devastated. <laughs> Maybe he had another gig and it was a different guy. I don't know. Unbelievable! Would that would, would you shattered. and him interacting? I would have really I enjoyed that banter. It was one of those type of shows where the show is awesome, the kids are awesome, and everyone is there like it's totally normal. Except the way it was run because of the venue was weird. So when our sound guy got there, like Gabe Panko is a world class sound engineer. He does it for everybody. Big, big, freaking great sound engineer. He is told that he is only allowed to touch the volume and the gain. He is not allowed to touch reverb, the wow. any other, like the stuff that he has to do to be a sound. Yeah. I because, love the because the reason was the DJ who was, the guy who was there with the PA was borrowing it from someone else. <laughs> and the guy said, you can borrow it. Just don't touch any of the settings. Oh, Unbelievable. That was the amazing. show. Like, that's amazing. I love the it. idea of you like sending it back to the DJ. You know what's yeah. incredible? Like, I'm awesome. not knowing what to do. That's like, awesome. oh shit, oh shit. Because he know. just sent it back to the great hoodies. My set. The great hoodies were like, talk some more. <laughs> <laughs> we got a guitar down. <laughs> Why didn't he just take a fucking picture of the knobs? It's too. No, no, Gabe, Gabe obviously did, did what he was going right. to do. Okay. Clearly, Gabe's yeah. a world-class sound engineer. <laughs> but he was told when he got there, you can't do this. And Gabe, who's fucking hilarious, and at his <laughs> absolute best when he's being interrogated by the local sound guy, yeah. he was like, hey, man, I just want to let you know, like, this thing pushes hot. Like, Gabe's like... Oh my god! I think I can handle this Casio board you give me. <laughs> but Gabe's so nice and so positive; he doesn't He's say so shit. So you had, like, I wasn't there for this moment. I wish I was. When they told Gabe he couldn't do it, I know what he did because I've seen it a hundred times. He just went, "All right, sounds good," and then he walks away. <laughs> I'll tell you that's exactly what happened, and he's just the best. But like, you know, like that's what's amazing is Gabe's a man. Yeah. So a man is there telling another man. That yeah. he can't touch a volume knob. We it's don't like mean a like gender, gender. We mean like he's a grown ass man. Oh like, yeah, nothing about gender. Like he's a full ass adult. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. <laughs> um, what did you do this week, Michael? Uh well, we saw Zootopia yesterday. Well, how was it? Uh, it was really good. I like I liked it more than Chelsea did. I think. Um, Quinn really enjoyed it. Can I tell you something? We no were FaceTiming before, and I asked you if you liked Zootopia, and you said, I really liked it. Yeah, I, I thought you were saying Quinn didn't like it. No. <laughs> I didn't want to bring up any shit, so I didn't say anything. No, no, no. This little shit didn't like <laughs> this it at all. <laughs> Chelsea thought it was just okay. Um, yeah. But I, I thought it was really good. I like Jason Bateman a lot. I like I like the sound of his voice. He's the best. Yeah, he's really good. He's got a great uh, voice. But we saw it like a packed theater. Like packed. And Quinn yeah, was over well, everybody's just loud as fuck. Oh, so okay. it's like she can. So she's literally just like, "What is that? That's so scary." <laughs> How old are you again? Like, Sixteen. Matter. What's up? So you're saying that Quinn 16. has bad theater etiquette? No, she was awesome. She's like, <laughs> she's so funny. She was, it was like the, the only thing that sucks about going to see movies with her is I miss a lot of the movie because I'm just watching her watch the movie because it's so entertaining. Dude, right? when I babysit her, it's hilarious to watch her watch movies. So funny. It's very, very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you did this week. Uh, that was what I did yesterday. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, other than that, I did a lot of writing. Nice. Uh, I'm demoing and writing comic books. This is it. It's going really well. Yeah. Actually, finally starting to get 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 a get a foot in the door in that old comic thing. 
Things are Finally, going, things, things are going you well. You did it. Things are going well. It is going well. I can't yeah. wait for you to be able to talk about that. No, I just met a new artist to, we're, we're going to be working with, and he's just fantastic. And uh, we're still working with some other artists who I've been working with for a long time. They're all fantastic, and everything's going really well. That's really fantastic. Got a couple Dude. things in the works. It's fun. What'd you do this week, Rob? Uh, what well, I saw states and kingdoms, like I said, and nice. they were great. Uh, and then I worked a bunch. That's... Didn't you start interning this week? I did. You I got I, the gig. I did. You're the intern. The I, yeah, I started uh, working for a couple studios in Brooklyn, and I think one, the two guys that I'm working. It's a for, couple studios. That it, yeah, like they have a couple different spaces, and then the two guys who are now partners are opening a, a third space. Really? In, in Tribeca. Yeah. How do they? I know. I don't know. Recording's hard. Recording is hard. And if you're good at it, I guess you're really good at it, and you have multiple occasions. Yeah. They're, well, yeah, they're, they're doing, like, different style rooms in different places. It's really, really interesting. But, yeah, I was there for, like, the very beginning of them moving, so I got to see, like, the full-on, like, oh, this is how it all goes. What all right, they? first of all, that's incredibly interesting and invaluable. Like, that's very, very important for you to see because you yeah. can learn how things have to be set up. But how funny is it if they gave you an internship, waited for you to start to move, and then, like, hey— Hey, we don't thanks, need you man. anymore. So basically, no, they just, just hired like, you hey, as a free thanks, mover. Yeah, yeah, I'm a mover. <laughs> thanks a lot, dude. Hey, man. Like, it was, if Grab anything. a slice on the way out. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we bought you a pizza. What Were you in on a session yet? What did they have on session? Doing? Yeah. I sat in on one session, yeah. Who was um, it? It was for, actually, Aad. Is it Wyclef? Aad, the kid who produced guy. Andrew and I's new, new recording, um, is recording a song for Vice. Uh, you know, like Vice News and everything? They have their own channel now. Oh, cool. And uh, he's doing a song for one of the new shows on that channel. Uh, so I went and I helped him set up drums for, for that and uh, was there for that whole process. It was really interesting. That's awesome. Rick Maxwell used to have a recording studio. Yeah, yep. I know. What did I do this week, you ask? No, actually, I was wondering, what do they have you doing there? Uh, not even, no, well, not the even first day, a little bit. The first day, <laughs> they were... Uh, I was installing, like, you know when you see a big mixing board and you think, like, holy shit, look at all those knobs. It's just a whole bunch of random knobs. Yeah. You're not it's actually to individual, it. it's individual, um, <laughs> it's individual uh, boards. Like, each individual one comes out. It's okay. a whole row with, like, like chips on, on the inside and everything. So I was literally, like, plugging in all the, the all circuit the boards. And stuff. The circuit boards on the bottom. Um, so that was cool. You learning and a lot? Then, yeah. Learned a lot. Of, I, I've only worked uh, three days for him so far, but it was. It's. I've learned a ton. Do they already. treat you like an intern? Uh, yeah, they're always making me do push-ups. Intern which I think is weird. <laughs> <laughs> and they make me like slam beers. Like, well, I, I just remember it's being more at like a uh, fraternity. <laughs> I just remember when we were recording that one record that like there were so many interns around and they treated the interns like fucking interns. Oh, yeah, Dude, and some Blue, of them they really treated like interns. Yeah, yeah. Big Blue Mini was a sick studio. That's but, not what I'm talking. No, about. No, you're talking about Stadium Red. I think I was talking about oh, Stadium yeah, Red. Yeah, they had, like, they had a lot of interns, and it was it was funny. They were functioning sort of. In a different way. These are two guys that are like completely independent that have now gone into business together and like I, not independent in that they don't have representation, like management and everything. Yeah. Cause like the one dude does like really, really big records, but um, they well, handle their own shit and they're like, I don't really like getting kids from schools because like they're just in it for the college credit. It's, well, it's he was like, too. you're really interested and you want to do this. After I did the first half hour, he was like, holy shit, like you're really serious about this. And then he laid out a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, I think it's good that they knew you first too because yeah. not, you can get like I was there for a lot of the beginning of Stadium Red because Joey yeah. was running the whole deal there for a little while. And uh, dude, they would get kids and like the second they got there, it'd be like, you 
should not. Well, be I just remember yeah. there were there were several kids there who it was like, oh, this is very valuable having yeah, them like here. Really good kids. Like there Mikey were a couple Brown. of people who were like really really helpful, and then there was a couple that were like, what are you doing? They were here? there to like meet chicks in the music industry. Bro. Like they were like, and there were chicks there who were there to like meet dudes in the music oh, industry. Oh, that yeah. sounds awful. No, no, no there it's not were awful. Couple, there were a couple of people who were just. Awesome. Quality. Like who were so like like, like <laughs> oh you know where I do to pick up chicks I go and intern. No, you understand? Like they were like they they got there and they were like kind of looking for when parties started. Like they were like we're at a recording studio, oh, rock band. Wow. They're gonna come in here with Jack Daniels and drink. That's Jude. hilarious. Do, bit, do, bit, and they had to do push-ups. <laughs> a lot of push-ups. A lot of push-ups. They had to do a lot of keg stands. Of push-ups. Um, what did you do this week, Joe? Well, okay, so something hilarious happened. Uh, so. I've been in Penny for 15 years, so you have to understand, this only happened like five times. So this isn't like a big time thing. This is like a hilarious that's ever happened. Hey, so you just gave the disclaimer that you're about to start big time. No, it's not a big time. It's a, it's a reverse big time. <laughs> it's so damn funny. Okay. Uh, I practice in my car. I practice singing in my car. I can do it at my house sometimes, but either Everly's sleeping or she's awake and she's awake. She hates when I practice. She, she doesn't want to hear me <laughs> I demo so, in my car, too. Nice. So a lot of singing <laughs> happens in my car, and I'll drive around extra if I need to practice. You know, I make sure I try and do, like, 40 minutes. I just can't go home right now. I just can't go home. I got to find what I'm looking for <laughs> oh, in see, this I literally song. sit in my the... parked car in my driveway oh, so that I can no. sing at the top of my lungs. And no, I do it, like, when I'm on my way to errands and stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the other day I had to go and get dark. So five times I've been caught Court, I've been caught singing my own song in the car. Oh, that's amazing. So, like, summertime, the window was down last oh, year. Some so girl funny. was like, hey, nice song, no Joe. Way. And she knew exactly who I was. I recognized <laughs> her. She comes to shows. And you're singing your own music. I was singing a patent-pending song. And she was like, you are an ass. Are you doing it joyfully? And I was like, oh, I'm practicing. This is so weird. You got me. It was weird. Were you doing it like you were having a really good time? Uh, like you were really enjoying yourself? When I do, I, Ron Roberts dying. You have a cough button? Do we have a I never got a chance to tell you this. Do you have a cough button? I like you more than I like Oh, he's good. He's right. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> 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 I could have been anyone. Oh man. I would have said that to any four of you. Okay. Um, so like you know, I've been caught singing my own song in a car by somebody who's a Pat Bank fan or at least knows who the band is. So the other day I drive in on uh, Friday night to pick up dog food at PetSmart, and I am Feeling this You're song. really going am, for dude, it. Dude, it's so loud. I, I am ripping in this parking lot. I'm singing this can song. We, can me and Michael take three guesses a piece as to which patent pending song, yeah, song you're ripping to? No, I was no, no, stoked. No, no, yeah, no. you can guess. No, no, no. <laughs> it was an intro. <laughs> no, it was, it was a song that I, I had it blasting and I, I parked the car and I get out and I was like, God, I really like that song. It's really exciting. It's a new song, so I was excited. I get out of the car and I walk up and it's like, a, you know, Friday night, it's like hoodlums will just hang somewhere inexplicably. Why outside of a dog store? I don't know. <laughs> like, you need a pet smart. But I, pu- I walk up, and it's a bunch of kids on skateboards outside. And they go, this one kid goes, hey, Joe. I was like, hey, man. And immediately, I was like, oh, my God. They definitely heard that song, like, just you, now. You guys didn't and hear the kid anything, was like, did you? kid was like, <laughs> kid, kid was like <laughs> that's like, how you should have handled that. The kid went, that was a really cool song you were just listening to. <laughs> and I was like, you, sir. 
are hilarious, and I am an ass. <laughs> I was caught. And then you told them all about our new podcast. I didn't, but I didn't say I wanted to get out of there as quick as possible. I felt so okay. awkward because, like, it wasn't like I didn't want to sit there and explain to this kid, yo, man, I was practicing. Like, this is the only way I could do it because my family, my schedule's all weird. Yeah. So, like, when I got practice. No, 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 but really, like, I, I, it's rare that I get free time. So, like, I just, that I can. They were all, like, at least three of them out of like the 15 kids that were there for the group hang knew what he was talking about and thought it was hilarious. And I was just like, yeah, you, you got me. I'm an ass. <laughs> I walked in, got dog food. I came out, they were gone. It was over. Best. Hey, but at least you got that street cred. Uh, yeah, dude, that guy always listens to his own songs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm It's like new songs. Like I had to practice. I need to know, like, you know, you write, you write them and you record them at two different things and knowing, like, all right, I got to sing this, have this much breath. And, and that kid caught me doing it. It was weird. Boom. Gotcha. <laughs> got me. I mean, it's, it took us such a long time to get through recording our record that by the time we were playing Ugh. that record release show, I really had to brush up certain things. That makes sense. Like, I, mean, I really like, had to, like, I had to go back and, like... Here's the bullshit. If people in the band forget a guitar part or mess up a note or forget it, you know, blah, 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 it's like, all right, that was unfortunate. Sorry. But if you mess up the words, like, at least in my band, they're always like, what have you done? Well, I'm like, well, first of all, guys... Let's calm it down. Are you See, talking, about, a lot, are you talking about your band members or the crowd? My band members. Oh, okay. See, I do that a lot. And and Jenna actually, for a little while, was Je- bringing. This is the second time we mentioned her. Jenna is she, a girl who likes both of our bands and comes to a lot of our shows. Can we talk about Alex for a second? On, she literally <laughs> was holding up, like, for, for uh, chronological disabilities, your, yes. your drinking game. Thank you. Um, we literally, she would sit there with cue cards and she would. Like switch them up every yeah. time, and it was great. And that was her and I, I have a system. That's how I learned the words to that song. Her and I have a system. When I'm about to get to a verse, if I don't, if I'm like uncertain of it, I look at her and she'll mouth the first word, and I always get it. She's Amazing. also in charge of bringing laser guns for me. She's that very good because all my laser guns are broken. <laughs> She's very good. And ordering them in bulk, it's not cheap. It's not um, cheap. What I had another story for you guys from this week. Mm. Gosh darn it! Yeah, I bet you did. No, it really um, did. Quinn got on stage at Webster Hall. That was kind of fun. That's hilarious. Yeah. Those we, pictures are really funny. Yeah. Um, Chelsea is the Chelsea from Mest. <laughs> my, my wife, Chelsea. The band Mest so, has a song called Chelsea. So we went to. It's uh, literally we went to see, about Michael's wife. Yeah, it's about my wife. <laughs> uh, but no, we went. So we went to see them because, um, you know, we're still close with Tony and everything. So we were like, we were hanging out with them all night, and Quinn just had such a good time. Like, she was just wouldn't get off the stage and, like, was just so pumped to be there. You didn't see the show, did you? I only saw, um, I saw London Falling, which is his, which is Tony's new band. Um, Quinn got kicked out before Mess played. And then yeah. she got kicked she out. She broke some kid's nose. <laughs> Wait, in London Falling, does and he then, play guitar? Yeah. So, does he still play it at his knees? Yeah, because at one point he put his guitar on Quinn, and and I was like, dude, it's just too low. It's just too low, man. It's just too low. Like it's <laughs> That was the thing. Like, I remember after seeing that band when I was super young... I would lower my strap a little bit because I thought yeah. it looked really cool. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, but yeah, no, he had it was a lot a fun of night. I was really upset though because well, yeah. we like we had we had Quinn with us, so we had to leave. And um, and I'm I, I I did get to see Nick Carp, which was awesome. He's by the way going back and listening to our old podcast, this good podcast, oh, God. this good podcast. If you want to check it out, and he's at the point where we started uh, spoiling the OC for him because <laughs> we knew he was watching it. So every once in a while, somebody uh, would just cough an OC spoiler where, right around where that. we knew he was. That's funny. Um, yeah, uh, we're actually I'm going to start. We're, this good robot is 
actually starting a project that he's going to be involved with. It's going to be really neat. It's, it's going to be. A f- I don't fun. understand the question. That's nah, going to be cool. Uh, but I, I, I pitched it to him that night, and he was super gung ho yeah, about it. It's going to be fun. It. It's because it's the only thing. time I get to talk to you, um, and I'm not going to get that information. I'm going to find out just like everyone else. Yeah. Just like everybody yeah. else. You're but coming then, along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, so then <laughs> Rob, Rob, though from your band calls me because he saw a picture I posted on Instagram and he's like, are you a web straw? I'm 15 minutes away. And I had literally just gotten my car out of the garage to leave. And what I was, was Rob doing in the city? I don't He was going to that show. He was like literally on his way to that show. Uh, he was like, I'm going to okay, be at okay, that yeah. show in 15 minutes. And I, I missed him by, I was so mad. That would have been great. Oh, well. That yep. makes a lot of sense. Oh, well. Oh, I know what I saw. I saw the film at the cinema. Mm-mm. Oh, you saw uh, wait, you saw uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. I saw Deadpool. Oh, it was okay. so good. I couldn't think of the name. Dude, you liked it really? Oh my god, it was so good. Right? That's awesome. What's crazy is everyone's like Deadpool is such a great character. De- that might be what Deadpool is in the comic books. I don't know. It I don't know the comic books. Yeah. So Ryan Reynolds in real life is just Deadpool. Yeah. Because that's it's just Ryan. Reynolds. Every movie he's ever been in, that's yeah. the same character. Exactly. Yeah. That's why he's perfect for it. God, um, he's so damn funny. But yeah. they, but they really they nailed it as far as like all that stuff goes. Did you like it? I liked it a lot. I still. Fucking hate Deadpool, <laughs> but I but I really liked the movie. I understand a lot. why you wouldn't like Deadpool uh, fans. No, I like there some good Deadpool comics. I like there's a lot of real. If you get a good writer on a Deadpool comic, like he was great in Charles Soule's Thunderbolts. It was really funny stuff. And re- they used the character like really well. But Deadpool fans are the worst humans. I understand uh, it. I'm sorry <laughs> about like, you guys. That's like a group of kids who would hang out like more than one fedora at a time. No, like, you know what the problem with them is I get it. they they don't actually like Deadpool. They're just like, yeah, Jimmy Changas and like and their first actual like their first actual experience with Deadpool was this Deadpool movie. Which and they've awesome been claiming is, to be a Deadpool, Deadpool fan kid, for years and years like and years. <laughs> no, but for years they've been they've been play, claiming to be Deadpool fans. They don't know anything about Deadpool and it's just Dude. I saw the movie at the Stroudsburg Mall, which you know is one of my favorite places That's in the world. That's the funniest thing how it still exists is so far from Dude, the Strouds? The food court? It's carpeted. It's fucking desolate. <laughs> there's, there's a subway, a pizza place, and a failing Chinese restaurant. And you restaurant. serve yourself at all of them. But wait. <laughs> no, but dude, you don't understand. It's a regular-sized food court. Everything else is fucking closed. That's there's amazing. nothing there. It um, is, how this place is still standing is so far beyond me. But the movie theater. When I saw the movie... <laughs> I saw it in a full theater of people from this area, presumably. I was about to ask, was it a full theater? No where- one laughed at one Ikea wham joke. joke. Ikea you know, joke. How good were the no one laughed jokes? at Ikea jokes. No, nobody gets a good Ikea joke. No Wasty one laughed. comedy gold. No one laughed at the Spin Doctors joke, which was uh, unbelievable. unbelievable. Really, yeah. really good. Nah. Total waste. And like when they <laughs> laughed, I was like, well, that is funny. But guys, there was some other shit you should have. <laughs> yeah. Those are the Deadpool fans. The, every, mm-hmm. That's what, what I'm watched, talking about. When I saw that movie, it was a sold out show. And I was literally laughing alone. Me too. Most of yeah. the time. Cackling. I, I like, was yeah, losing to, my uh, shit. Like, dude, alone. The third wham joke, like when they kept doing it, I was just like, no way. <laughs> yeah. That's when they were in the explanation point. Like, that's <laughs> unbelievable. I was actually talking to, um, or here's here's an exclusive announcement. Riley Brown, uh, Deadpool artist, is going to be at Fourth World Comics for free comic book day on May 7th. Oh my God. Cool. Nobody knows that yet. And I, I didn't even tell Fourth World Holy yet. shit. Speaking of but May I was 7th. talking to Riley Brown about the Deadpool movie, and it was was like in how infuriating it was that nobody was laughing at those oh. IKEA jokes. Oh, it's so good. And it's just like it doesn't make so he sense. He liked the movie. Oh, he he's such a bro. Movie. He's cool. such a good dude. Um, I was just thinking because we were talking about Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. he would be a great stand-up 
Yeah, he'd be really good. He'd be, he'd be great really, really great at stand-up comedy. I think almost his looks are a deterrent to his career. Like, yeah. They hurt his career because I, he's so good that maybe he's not taking seriously for how good yeah. he is. I want to know if you asked him if he thought handsome. he would be good at stand-up, he's so what damn he funny. would think about that. Because it's so funny when you – like a lot of these stand-up's actors who weird. you think would be he'd, really good at it He'd burn you with a one-liner is what he'd do. No, but like <laughs> – he said he embraced me. They, I'm, am I looking to get fucking broiled right of now? Course. Chris Hardwick <laughs> always asks a lot of the comedic actors, you ever think about doing stand-up? And all of them, like, a lot of the time, they're just like, no, fuck no, no, absolutely not. I think you no. either yeah. need to hate yourself a lot to be able to do it, or you're so scared of it, you never do it. Right. Um, the, the You know, a lot of people say that you have to be kind of, you kind of have to hate yourself a lot to be a good stand-up. And then there are certain people that come out and they're like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I agree with that. I've never had a bad day in my life. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always I'm always writing stand-up bits. I just need somebody else to go and perform. Hey, I really want to do that. I, um, I really, really, really want to do that. I, I, do really I performed a bit that because I, I wrote I wrote something the other, like a couple weeks ago that I was like, I, I think that might actually be pretty funny. And I was like, Chelsea, come in here for a second. And I like tried. Let me some material on you. I'm workshop. Let me let me workshop some shit on you. It's two drink minimum. Have a drink. This was my wife. Two drink minimum. Yeah, you're charging her. This is my wife and my kid. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't. Like nothing was funny. These things. I was laughing out loud to myself, and I I was saying the things that I was just laughing at in my head out loud, and it was just like. Mm-mm. Here's the thing. No. If I'm if I'm ever mm-hmm. to do stand up comedy and take it seriously, the first handful of times I'm going to do it, do I'm it not telling anybody. Yeah. Here's the problem. And I'm going to go somewhere where nobody knows me, and I'm going to do you it. Need no because support, here's the thing. Bro. You no, you don't do fucking need support, any support. Bro. You have to sell tickets. You won't let you go up. Uh, that's not true, isn't it? No, there's there no not always, but there are shows that you have to p- sell tickets. Yeah. John Rose said he was going to do this for a long time. He's going to go away, do it for years. And then proved us that he's incredible at it. Yeah. Which I think he'd be incredible at it now. Yeah. But it's the same thing you're saying. Yeah. But like, you can't have your close friends around because you, they know you and you know that like some of this is an act. And you get self-conscious about that with them there. And it's like, all right, I'd rather do it in front of a room full of strangers, get used to it, and then... Uh, you yeah, know, then invite people in once I have a confidence. Because then you're pl- you're you're doing a character that you're you're comfortable I'm, playing. Mm-hmm. At, because that was the thing, like like the the thing that I wrote, I was writing it with you in mind, and it was something that happened to me. I'm almost horrified to think about what this is. No, well, it, it was something that, that happened to me that I was writing with you in mind. No, we talked about this on the podcast. Have we talked about this on the podcast yet? What? How we think you'd be great at stand up? I think that no. you, I was writing it as if like as if you were performing. I was like, I wonder if Robert, you know, I absolutely. You're easily it. top two most handsome Regasta brother, right? <laughs> top and top, top, you're, top three. And, and I think you're th- in the top. <laughs> but here's the thing: you I'm get away top three. You're very. You're like very opinionated. Everyone who knows you knows that. But like, when you enter a room, people are like, "You're wrong about that." Such a dick. <laughs> you're such a dick. But you can get away with you are saying fucking wrong. And here you can get away why. with saying things that sometimes comedians have to get away with. You know what I'm saying? I guess. I, yeah, no, I understand what like you Bill mean. Like, Bill Burr says some stuff that I don't think Bill Burr would say in real life. <laughs> I'm going to get kicked out of my own thing, comedy thing, show. He would I think say he would life. say yeah. it in real life. But he gets away with it because, like, it, I think you have that same quality where you can say something, like, kind of like, whoa, guys, <laughs> what room are we in? And you'll get away with it. You know what I mean? We've been talking about that. You, We've all been talking about this. Let's not, let's not put on airs. Yeah. The three of us have been talking about making you a stand-up comic. I and us forcing it. our well, unachieved goals on you. I'm into it. <laughs> Living through. I'd love to carry the weight of all of our lives. God, that'd be great. so yes. helpful to me. That'd be really well, good. I, w- I was telling a story to Chelsea, though, like, that I'd never told to anybody. Like, uh-huh. it was, like, really, re- like, something I, w- I was not comfortable talking about. 
But I was like, but it's really, really, really funny. It's about how you were supposed to be boys the men, and you were so are, late. And no, are, it was about when I, I became a professional manscaper and like the amateur years that. Hey, are you, know, you going to tell this story now? No, because come on. No, it's just it's bad. Like it, I it, told it, the it, shower story. No, it's just that, that was a very G-rated story. Was it? Yeah. You're, <laughs> at one know. point, the way that I wrote the bit for you is that you are literally gagging while you're telling the story. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a great bit. <laughs> because, you because you can't get through it. How gross it is. Because you're doing sound effects and stuff. But yeah, it was a, a time I cut myself uh, uh Manscaping. Oh, and it this was, sounds really, really fucked up. It was just ter- totally no, racy. There, yeah. He's no, going places nobody's gone it's before. Just not, oh, it's just not. But, it's, but there were sound effects involved <laughs> that were actually making me nauseous while I was telling it. Cutting edge comedy. He's not scared to go there. And he'll take you with him. Like, you know, just, oh. uh, <laughs> I've had I've gone pro since then. I'm not I'm not an amateur manscaper. If you anymore. can't stand the heat. Get out of Michael's way. I told you that. <laughs> Fuck up all the statements. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget the sound of that snip. Oh. I'll never forget it. I understand. It was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Um, <laughs> uh, I have to rethink my story for that. I have a story like that, but I, I want to rethink and make sure you get all the details right. Oh, my God. Can we, can we talk about how awesome it is when we ask the listeners to do something and they do it? Oh, what do we do? Oh my god, I love when we ask the listeners to do stuff and then they do it. That sounded um, like a cut. That wasn't a cut. Like, this isn't like we faded in too yeah, far. No, no, really no it is. It is, no. So we asked the listeners to, well, no, we didn't actually. We said we were going to do it, but then, you know, we, I guess the listeners know that we're the worst. Um, and, uh, John. Just speak for yourself. Well, we got, we have a listener question theme song now. Oh, right. And, and, it's, and it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Because, all right. Should we, let's let's cue the listeners' question theme song. That came, of course, from last week when we said we should have a theme song, and then Robert started singing. You can refer back to. I started riffing. Yeah, and then John Began, an old friend who's moved out. To, is he in Iowa? Is that where he is? Yep. Home of the Idaho. world's largest Idaho. Iowa. Two different things. A lot of similar letters. A lot of similar letters. You guys involved. are really good friends. <laughs> Here's the thing about Iowa. One of my favorite. It's Iowa. This, okay. <laughs> Going back, we didn't really explain Michael causing shit when he was younger. Right? We didn't do a good job of illustrating the point. And when I'm saying every security guard wanted to punch Michael in the face until they made up at the end of the night, it happened all the time. Three times like you're insane for saying that. We were at the world's largest rest stop in Iowa. It exists. It's a place. It's self-advertised. The world's largest rest stop. Hey, wait. To be fair, this is not a Michael. This was not a show. This it also, wasn't a show. This, this also, is who you this, were. This happened while I was taking a piss. This is who you are. Like, that's like, all, at the time, I, this is you were just a magnet for trouble, whether you did yeah. it or not. Okay, yeah. Mike, I, I turned the corner after like checking out these weird NASCAR jackets, and Michael is getting mildly chased by a like the most stereotypical. Redneck Trump a, ass follower. A group of them. You can imagine. A little group, a small group of them. And I've been, we've been on the road for 15 years. I, nothing like this has ever happened since. This was, ever. I, this, this is the, the first time I've thought out. about this in a long time. Yeah. Michael, this guy chasing you anxiety Michael right now. And says that Michael, he caught Michael peeing all over the seats. Can and I that's where him? he has to sit. <laughs> can I tell you what actually happened? Please. Because, like, this is unbelievable. So I'm peeing. Wait, this isn't a listener question. No, no, it's this not. Is not a listener question. We're it's my to listener to question. We're gonna have to go back to that to the listener question. This also isn't a question. It's okay. It's a good song. We'll, we'll play it twice. Um, so uh, no, okay. So I I'm using the the restroom at 
the world's largest truck stop. Right. Like it was, I was really excited. To be, we were all excited. It was to be a there. very exciting time. Like it was, like, we were the worst. We were like so we're, excited. You we can like, hardly control your piss. Yeah, we like south of the border. Like we're all about all of it. So, I, uh, for British people, we're talking about services. It's the world's largest services. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Anyway, um, so I'm peeing into the toilet because that's where I usually tend to put my pee. Like almost always. Like. I have a story for this. Go on. Pretty much all the time. That's Joe right. actually might pee in toilets too. That's foreshadowing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have an awesome story. You for this. pee Go in on. toilets. I nah, pee in toilets. Thing. Um, and what's what's really nuts is like I lifted the seat up and everything, and I was in a public place. Like, like I don't. I like this was so weird. So this guy who's peeing at, at a urinal um, is like yelling at me over his shoulder, and I, I'm like, he's not. Yelling at me, like there's there are like forty people in this bathroom. Oh, it's the world's largest restaurant. He's, he's <laughs> clearly, clearly <laughs> it's a hot spot. Clearly, this guy, it's not me. Clearly, this guy is just crazy and just yelling at the bathroom. Yeah, and because that's what it seems. He's just he's just yelling, and he's yelling at some fuck for like peeing all over the you know the floor and all like he. He told me I, at the end of everything. He was like, "I peed all over, the, like the stall, all over yeah. the bar, all over the That's guy." Accurate. This really happened. And then I bet that other guy five dollars that I could Wait, pee on him and he wouldn't be mad. But, you know, but this guy desperate. chases you out into the the yeah, main area. So I I realize, like I'm. Do you I ever know, think of how fun it would be to just go in there and start spinning in dude, circles? People do all the time. <laughs> right? like, it has happened. I've been in those Wait, places. I have a question. I've listener, never done that. Reverse but. listener question: In girls' restrooms, is there ever shit on everything? Yeah, of course there is. No. It's probably so much I, worse because they I don't know, sit say down. It's, say it's worse. They really? Don't sit down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because um, in men's room, there's, there's like inexplicably, how could they get shit in these places? I yeah, don't know some of it's amazing. It. I've seen like, shit written on the walls in shit. Yeah, well, that's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was at Penn Station the other day, and there there was shit all over the floor. Wait, like so right in the middle of the this floor. This guy accuses you of peeing all over the place, so anyway, and he chases you out to the main concourse, no, so, so where I've, all of us see this guy yelling at you, and we don't believe it's I realize that he's following me. Yeah. Like I and he's yelling at me. I'm like, oh my, oh my god, he is yelling at me. And I and I like and I'm I'm wa- I'm trying to walk like calmly, but I'm walking very quickly, assertively. And I'm and I'm doing With the eyes. Purpose. You like, walk I'm past going, any going, security guard. I'm going, Joe, Joe I, I think this crazy guy is after me, and I think I think we need to leave like right now. Yeah. I, like I and I'm not like you know I was like I think we like really have to go. I think like I don't know what's going on. I mean, we really really have to go. And he turns me around and puts his finger in my face and yeah. starts. Like, 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 as if I just killed his mother. Yeah, like, is, it was he insane. is so mad at me, and he's saying he t- he literally said I pissed on the walls. He said yeah, I pissed on I remember everything. That. And this other guy chimes in, and he goes, "Wait, what did he say?" He was like, "To be fair, you know." That is where we have to shit. That's that's okay. So, 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 okay, so like, this guy, it was, it was just, like a, it was like a scene out of like Harold and Kumar when they deal with the Hicks. Yeah. It was like the one main Hick who was very short, and then like three big Hicks behind him who maybe didn't speak a lot of English. I thought we were gonna die. Yeah, I did too. Like, and yeah. Anthony, me, Anthony, and the other kid were like, um, "Is this happening right now in real life?" And hey, just to be clear, <laughs> like all of the other times I've been kicked out of these venues, eh. I didn't <laughs> Allegedly. do. Anything. Sometimes. No, come on, man. No, that's like, a great seriously. example. That's a great I, example of like, you not doing anything and then shit following you. I, I understand that. And that that I said was the one who said that. So yeah, not only do I agree with you, I pioneer it. What would the word be there? No, it doesn't matter. No, it's not. Even close. Uh, listener that's question from last week. The world wants to know. Listen, we've been please. waiting. Which one? Fun fact: Dana's brought it up three times this week already. Because oh, Dana listened God. to the last podcast. Oh no! And she's brought it up to who do you think Robert's going to pick? Now, the question, of course, comes from the now fourth time mentioned Jenna, who, it was her birthday yesterday. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday. That's why we're mentioning you so many times. Your birthday, I have a birthday. lot of questions uh, about this question, though. The question is, if you had to switch 
with one of your other brothers, oh. your life with one of your other brothers, who do you pick? I don't want to look at him while now. He Robert, Robert is a single dude who lives in the same town as us. With our parents. <laughs> I'm gonna like cry. <laughs> and interns at a studio. And you have to understand when you take over the other person's life, you could change it, but you have to answer the question. Michael lives in this town with his wife and daughter, who daughter's two and a half. I live in this town with my wife. She is a year my kid is a year and a half old. And Robert has to choose. We and Michael have to choose who we with the brother we would switch with. And Robert's gotta choose who he would switch with. Statistically speaking, if you're leaving from the outside. Pretty easy, pretty easy answer for the other two. I've got a lot of questions actually before we answer the question. Yeah, because I, are we are we switching? Like, am I still me? In we his are position, the only ones that know. Or it's do like, I get to be more like you? It's like Freaky Friday. We're oh, the only ones the that fucking know. Worst. Oh, yeah, I know. okay, that's it's you don't even get worst. to you don't that get to be everything. you don't get to look like you and then show up and be like, hey, just so you know, like this is a weird thing. <laughs> 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 We're talking Freaky Friday rules. Fuck. Oh, see, that changes everything. You guys are the because, worst. Because here's We're, the thing. Here's the thing. Horrible. I don't want to be single again. Wait. But I'm very curious about what it's like to be single living in this year. Because I've it's seen weird. Uh, with, like, technology and stuff. Fucking weird. I, I don't want to know, but I'm so curious. Wait, it's very, I important, know. very important. Very important. Very important. You don't, you don't utilize any of it. Not it's only weird. is this one no, of the no. best. No, I don't use that. No. Not only is this one weird. of the best topics that we haven't discussed yet, but I'm also going to interrupt it with one of my favorite lines from a movie ever. <laughs> Freaky Friday, the, the remake, Lindsay Lohan, Jamie Lee Curtis. At one point, they're about to play the House of Blues. <laughs> Somebody says... I don't have my pick. <laughs> Anybody who's a musician knows that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like they were writing this movie. They were like, well, we don't know shit about music, but what would be like a huge conflict for this person who's about to go on stage? <laughs> they don't have their pick. Oh, Can't play guitar man. without it. Shit's going down. <laughs> I, I lost it when I saw that. Um, Trick question. Saw it in theaters day. It came out. Laughed out loud at the part. Uh, going back to this. The world right now is a fucking crazy person. Yeah. I just want to uh, know it's what really it's like. Weird. I don't want to do it. At all, it's like weird. I want nothing to do. I would not survive in that world. You don't but have to I'm masturbate so, anymore. I don't think so you don't want curious. to, <laughs> right? That, I, I guess I don't. I don't. I don't do all those. Like I don't use Tinder or any of that shit. But my understanding is, your understanding is, if you don't want to, you, yeah, can you just find somebody who's gonna do find it. Find somebody who's gonna do it. Um, where did all? Gross. It's gross. Where did all these people go? <laughs> I'm not judging. I don't this. really care. I'm not. I'm give a shit. Go for shit. it. Um, <laughs> it, our voices sound the same. I didn't say gross. What those people do? What the fuck they want? But my thing is this. Gross to me. <laughs> no, but also I, yeah, this. I can't. I can't uh, um, if you were, where were, like, because I know that all these people existed. I know that all these, like, orgy, like, you can go on a site and be like, where is the orgy tonight? And you'll find it. And oh, yeah. Where were these? How did these people do this beforehand? Like, was it, a, <laughs> was, was it like a, a, a chalkboard you know, in, like, the middle of town? You know, you know, like, like uh, cop dramas where there's, like, shit taped on the bottom of park benches? Yes. I think there were certain park benches that people would just leave, like, at Tony, right now, listen to me. LA Fitness, you go there. Michael, you have a membership. You haven't been there yet. Nice. <laughs> How long you had the membership? I like the, that was a little, that was nice. It was funny because I didn't that look at them. Yeah. <laughs> have you noticed, do you take showers after you work out or no? Not there. All right, I take showers there because I am so repulsively disgusting trying to leave the place to be an absolute disaster. I'd ruin my car. Well, Joe <laughs> likes showering in public. Love it. Um, but here's the thing. At any time of day, you'll go in there and it's like rows of showers, like six showers on each side. Some of the showers will be on. And it's always on, and then behind it, the shower behind it, there's somebody in that shower. After I've been going to this gym for like four years, I have deduced in my brain, I believe that is a call. Like, that's like a, hey, if you want to come in here and bang me. That's peacocking. I believe, is that what that's called? 
That's not peacocking. No, peacocking no, no, no. is like showing off. Yeah, showing off. Oh, you think this guy's showing? Check out this water pressure. He's, well, no. he's putting, he's, put, he's flashing his feathers. Like, hey, I will fuck. Yeah, and no, I think that's what it is, which is fine. Like, but like, why don't you guys just be like, you're in the gym here, just be like, hey, I'm, do you want to go in there with me? Like, you're wasting a lot of water, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Like there's, there's a greener way about this. People in California yeah, are so if thirsty. If you have the guts to do it, then surely you have the guts to, to ask somebody. Right. Yeah. And, and you, every single time I see the water on, because I really do get mad about wasting you water. Ahead, you I literally off. turn it off every time. I get so mad. And I, I don't know if this is like a code for them. Maybe it is. And I also don't know if like somebody turns it off, you fight them. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a risk I'm willing to take. Trying to save the world here. Like, California. What's the deal? They don't have any water. Anyway. Um, it's a funny thing that I've seen there. That's weird. It is weird. Um, are we going to make him answer the question? I hate this question, question so Robert, much. Robert, I'm so sorry, but you know the rules to our games. You have to answer the question. <laughs> well, we didn't answer the question yet either. All right, answer the question, Michael. Would you rather have my life or Robert's life? <laughs> Does this seem tedious to you? <laughs> uh, you're going to be shocked by my answer. <laughs> Uh, I, well, I, no, I don't have an answer. I can't, uh. Can I say one of the smarter things I've done this I year is make be... up that Friday, free Friday rule? <laughs> Genius. It would probably be your life so that nothing much changes. Right. Although, wow. Oh, Dana, Dana watches the worst TV. No, she doesn't anymore because she doesn't know how to use the TV anymore. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> she only knows how to use Apple TV no and offense, the Kardashians Dana. aren't on Apple TV. No offense, Dana. But, I mean, like, she won't even watch So Harry you choose Potter. Robert or you choose, or you choose me? He fair, just my shows wife you, doesn't like doesn't... Harry Potter either. Right. So, yeah, I, I guess I would choose you so that nothing really changes. Wow. <laughs> hey, that is, for the record, just as fucking weird right. as, as maybe, having to make Maybe he really <laughs> cares about you and he's trying to make your decision easier. He's trying to help you. Um, the life I would choose... I mean, I'm going to choose Robert. <laughs> <laughs> choose Robert, too. I really like Chelsea. <laughs> I really like Chelsea and Quinn, but, like, you know... I don't, I don't, I don't ruin Robert anything too. if I go this way. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you're going to probably choose Robert, too. But I'm here's curious. the thing. Yeah, the, the problem with choosing Robert is you have to then get your willpower completely in check because then you're living in Diabetes Central again. <laughs> yeah. Like the amount of donuts just pile up in front of <laughs> the door here. Robert house. works really you know, hard, though. He walked into the house. There's a brand new thing of Entenmann's Donuts. Don't like I didn't eye him up Michael, eight times. Michael opens it, and this is classic Michael joke. He's, everything about this is very much Michael. He goes, oh, what are these? <laughs> that joke comes from somewhere though and I want to mention it Mark it Cant from? when we were on tour somewhere Mark Cantor convinced another band we had eaten all of our pizza and Mark Cantor had convinced another band he didn't fucking know what pizza was and he never had it before <laughs> and Mark was like what is that and the band was like what are you talking about <laughs> Mark was like no like what are you guys eating I, what is this and I swear to God at least one person in that band fucking believed he didn't know what pizza was <laughs> and was like dude have it like have a slice so mark was like you, okay is it is it gonna hurt like is it taste bad and the guy was like no it's really good mark ate a slice like that was the greatest thing i've ever had I was like have another slice <laughs> <laughs> and mark came back i was so proud that he had two slices of pizza but yes the, every time you open something you go, oh what is this <laughs> jay beaner was really good at that too but wait <laughs> hey yeah what was the question robert still has to switch places with one of us um, and suicide is not an option. No, come on. Come wow. on. No, no, it's wow. never an option. That's the answer to that question. Nice. Oh, wait. That was the thing. You have, it's the willpower here if you live in this house. Yeah. Well, Robert Robert also works really hard. I don't, I don't work really hard. Well, here's the thing. When you get there, Freaky Friday, like, Jamie Lee Curtis fucked up some shit for that kid. Like, you can mess up their life. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's in just, that case. How about this? 
You're not switching back. You guys are all right. Then you're both New gonna rule. historically on I'm paper. Gonna, you're both gonna have divorces. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Robert. Then I'm gonna switch with Robert. Yeah, you don't have to screw anything up. Then I'm gonna switch. Yeah, with Robert. It's the like thing a clean, is like, like a clean slate. I go with Robert. It's too weird for me. Like I I love Dana and I I love Chelsea. I'm not gonna. Uh, you just have to choose. Know. Freaky Friday. Well, no. Uh, then, then which of our kids you know do you like better? Answer the fucking Answer question. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose. I know who you should choose, and I know why. But you, I'll tell you I, afterwards. I think because of the fact that she still puts up with you doing this for a living, I'm gonna have to choose Joe. Wow. Here now, Sorry. let me tell you why he made a mistake. <laughs> my dogs, my dogs pee on everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything I care about, there's pee on it. Yeah, so. Tough. You didn't have to deal with the dogs. You went that way. You went this way. Nah, that's the rule of the game. That's the way the cook crumbles. <laughs> so nobody wants my life. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. You have to understand the situation I was in. You guys know me. Understand the situation I was in. I literally could just eat donuts instead. <laughs> it's really tough. <laughs> That's funny. That like Robert funny. still eats Nutella on a regular basis. I think. Hey, uh, oh, I do think if I was either one of you, though, uh, no holds bar. I eat everything in sight forever. That's oh, it. like because I think I don't care anymore. Oh, you don't. So like Bender when he shit. becomes a person. Yeah. Because I'll Futurama. blame I'll blame you for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my weight. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> everything. Yeah. yeah just ruin accent. everything. Just. Everything's coming down in flames. That's what happens. Well, that seems a little dark, but okay. <laughs> uh, I thought of a funny story the other day. Um, Is that it for listener questions? No. Oh, Were there, are there other listener questions? I have no idea. I didn't even I'll, look. I'll, I'll take a look. You keep going. What if we're listener question heavy later, like this week? Uh, that's fine. Let's <laughs> do that. Because I don't want... Look up something. Look yeah, up something look while Joe tells the story. I'll find one. Well, I'll tell the story another time. It's, it's actually... Quite no, go ahead. Oh, all right, I'll, so here's the story. I'll find so a story. So when we were young, we used to tour with this band, We're All Broken All the Time. And uh, it was probably 2006 or 2007. We were on tour with We're All Broken, a band called The Semester, and a band called Tragedy Letters. And we were all very, we had a great, great following in this place called Vincennes, Indiana, and Lawrenceville, Illinois. This place is located literally on the time zone. Talking about the mayor? Yeah. This place is located on the time zone switch. So literally across the street, it's three o'clock. In where you're standing, it's four o'clock. And to promote shows there, you had to give a roundabout time things were going to start. So people wouldn't know when to get there, blah, blah, blah. Also in this town, because it's such a weird fucking crazy town, which also was the meth capital of the world for a little while. Super sad. It's actually why the shows got really bad there. Terrible. Really? But yeah, awful, terrible, terrible things. But anyway. Drugs are bad. But drugs are bad. Okay. Before that, there's the only venue in town. You were not allowed to reserve it in advance. So we would spend money making tour posters with a venue list listed on it that we did not have access to yet. Deal was, whoever in the town gets up early enough to bring $40 to this place has it for the whole fucking day. <laughs> the tour rolls to town. We're talking 30 touring members. I can't believe they didn't tell us this in advance. Yeah, ready to play the show. We get there. Turns out some fucking go-hard from the theater group was up at 5 o'clock in the morning. it was a wedding. No, no it was, it was a little group. kid's theater. Oh, if it was okay. a wedding, we wouldn't have given a shit. It was I a theater was group, a and they, they got there for $40. was comical. The show was canceled. <laughs> so there's like an anti-meth rally or some shit happening in the middle of town. It was really just a festival. It was a, it was hot, a hot dog, dog festival. festival. That is amazing. Yeah, man. We get there, and we go down, and we're trying to find out if we can do anything else. 
And this kid's like, let's go see the mayor. You need to talk to the mayor. <laughs> and we're like, it's like, sounds like the Wizard of Oz. Like, you got to talk to the wizard. So we yeah. go down there, and there's just a guy in a polo shirt, like, eating hot dogs. He had overalls on, too. And he was like, he was like, hi. He's like, hey, I'm the mayor. How can I help you? <laughs> and he was like, we were like, well, this is the deal. We want to play the show, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, well, do you have $40? And I was like. Yeah, I think we have $40. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so he gets out like a comically large ring of keys, like as if he's the mayor, he has a key to everything in town. Well, that's how it works. He goes to a mayor. closed plumbing store and just <laughs> opens it. Oh, Here you, you missed, go. You missed the best part of the story. Uh, when I showed the up best, there. The best part of the story. I, I didn't go there to meet him mm-hmm. at the beginning. So I went directly to the venue, which was now this hardware store. And when I walked in, there was a guy in overalls. And he was sweeping. Sweeping the floor. <laughs> and he goes, hey. I'm the mayor. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he goes, no way you would have known. Goes, hey, do you want some hot dogs? Because I brought a box of hot dogs from the hot dog festival. That's why I remember it. It was a fucking that's huge box right? so, and that's full amazing. of hot dogs. Well, Hi, okay. I'm the mayor. What so I remember great. from your conversation, this is what you told us when you got back to the venue. You said, at one point you went, who'd you talk to, Cheryl? Ah, uh, Cheryl, that bitch don't know shit from <laughs> apple butter. <laughs> that, that, wait, what wait, was the quote? What that was? bitch don't know shit. From apple butter. That's exactly. Oh my god! And How I've did been, I forget that? And I've been saying that ever since. <laughs> that Those are two distinctly like, different yeah, things. That is so I true. Love, that, that I love apple butter. butter. And then I, I, I also distinctly remember you saying at one point, "Was Will Broken there?" No, it was a semester no. tragedy letters. Will Broken wasn't on. They that never one. toured tragedy letters. Yeah, and and you were like. At one point, he was like, "I'm gonna go get a hot dog, and I will meet you at that hardware store." Dude, <laughs> like, amazing. It was unreal. <laughs> but anyway, that was a story I thought of. I got a listener it's question here. What do you got? Um, it's not for you. So. Whoa, sounds good. So hey, take yo. a seat, Junior. You got it. Um, You're che- the oldest. Uh, cheesily entertained or at up uh, Upton Folly asks, uh, "What happened to this good podcast? Is it on hiatus or is it finished?" Um, I show up. I've every been week. posting them every week for <laughs> for. Uh, for this good podcast, I, I, you know, when everybody shows up, I call it. I'll mention him again. Rick Maxwell, very upset you didn't stick it out for six more episodes. To get to We're going to, we are he going to. you guys to, are pussies hey, in the purest form. Just so you know, Rick My Maxwell. My words on his. Just so you, were, you know, uh, we are going to do the last six episodes eventually. Like, we're, they, we're they're, gonna. They're, they're, they, they are written. They are done. Do you guys watch American Dad? <laughs> uh, every once in a while. So American bit. Dad, if you watch it religiously, every once in a while will do something insane. Like one time they did a play and it wasn't funny. Like they did a, a dramatic play. Like they'll do stuff like that. <laughs> That's great. What I'm saying is you guys should take a page out of American Dad book where you do just something like bizarre things for these last six episodes. Like remember War of the Worlds? Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> if you guys do like you do like a, an, an, a like a radio dun, play. Dun, dun, yeah, yeah. That really would be really funny. Dun, dun, dun. Sorry, nice. that was the musical. <laughs> um, okay, we got another one. This one's also not really much for Joe. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, since Serial Season 2 exists, can I expect a second season of Serial, like this breakfast cereal, yes. the podcast, of Serial Reviews on Brothers, the podcast? That comes from at Rosio Don, Don, I'm sorry, Don, Dongel. Don, I'm the worst. Uh, it's Brian Van. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what was that? Here. Wait, you Wait. told me. Um, no, so, I, I hit something. Um, so, Serial, we, we did Serial, the podcast, on This Good Podcast, where we would review a different type of breakfast cereal that is every week. <laughs> but, but you wouldn't believe how many it was breakfast cereals. Like, there were so many breakfast cereals that nobody in the room had ever, ever eaten because yeah. it was like Pop Rocks, the cereal. 
Yeah. You know what's like, crazy? What? I'm, on, I'm definitely on board for this, for sure. Was, oh, God, you hey. were able to bring a different weird cereal every week for like I've seven I've been weeks. trying to find a way to make my life publicly about cereal since I was like nine. <laughs> I so. take my cereal so seriously. I know you do, and it's really weird to hear I'm you super eat. serious. One of Joe, Joe, Joe has always said, Joe has always said, the grossest thing he has ever experienced is watching me eat a bowl of cereal. It's pretty gross. <laughs> if there it's is, pretty gross. If, there, if heaven and hell exist, and God forbid I do something awful and wind up in hell, it will be me watching Michael eat cereal for all eternity. It's all it's fucking misery. Like it's the worst thing that's ever happened. I love like it so things, much. And no one else eating bothers me. When I was a kid, our grandfather eating used to bother me a lot for some reason, but it doesn't anymore. Now I can handle anything except Michael eating cereal. It is fucking it's, hell. Every once in a while, I look around a restaurant and I go, "You are you all of you people are gross." Like, Isn't it weird can't. that we have to eat? Like think about that idea. It's so gross. Like we need to put things into us so classier, we can continue. It's also classier, like troughs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to find. I'm Can sorry. I tell you Dana's review of our podcast? Sure. Oh no, because Dana's Dana Scott Stab episode and all. Wow, she's, she's all the way in. Wow, um, fully committed. She thinks that Robert sounds incredible. Not sounds is incredibly intelligent. <laughs> and I said, I started la- that same a, laugh, except except more hearty. I start laughing hysterically. I'm like. What the fuck makes you say that? <laughs> I don't think you're smart. I haven't said it's shit. just funny that that's the thing that she caught from the podcast. Like all this stuff. And she was like, he uses like really big words. You know what? I sometimes have trouble formulating the sentence that I want to formulate. I want to talk like Robert. That's what she said. And I was like, hmm, okay. It's incredible. Yeah. I think that's a very high compliment. Thank you, Dana. I know I, you're listening to this because you have no choice because your husband's on it. That's my, not true. I, I don't think my wife listens to that. Oh, yeah. So that's the other thing. You mentioned, this, you mentioned this before. Well, she did 96 episodes of uh, the Yeah, podcast. she did her time. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I, I have airplane mode on and I can't see any more listener questions. Wait. So uh, you, got, you mentioned it before where you were listening to a podcast and you knew what they were talking about. You could help them get the answer they were looking for. Oh, it's very frustrating. But you couldn't. They weren't yeah. listening to you? Yeah. they were. Tr- it was Almost really everybody who I've encountered in real life who listens to this podcast is like, it's just like hanging out with you guys, except I can't say. Shit. I can't correct you. Yeah, you're correct all wrong. you and like say stuff and like I have funny jokes We're that people need wrong. to hear, but I'm not there. <laughs> we should do like a editorial podcast every week where it's everybody gets to chime people in. People get to write in. <laughs> no, just well, send us a little audio clip of how you would have chimed in. Oh, how about this? Funny. I've been putting this off for a long time, and I'm trying as hard as I can after and during my my. I'm back, guys. I'm back. You're I feel back? good. I'm invigorated. He's nice. back. I feel great. I'm passionate about things I'm doing again. Up. I'm all fired up. Do you, do you see it? I see it. it. I'm back. I see so it. anyway, I've been putting off doing a podcast for years. In this podcast, one of my ideas, I want to do one, ep- not a lot, one episode on Periscope so people can see it live and we can interact with them. So the listener questions will be dun, 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 live That'll listener be cool. questions. We're going to need a new song for that. Wow. Yeah. We'll have to play it live. I'll play it live. I never said that's awesome. We'll do it live. That's, we'll do it live. So I think that next week, we should do a live episode. Whoa, next week? That's what I'm putting the pressure on, but yeah, okay. Yeah, that's... I'm down. Well, here's the thing. Because we care. need to do another episode this week. Shit. We'll do that. But then the one... All right, so we're going to announce on Twitter. Let's you talk about it right now. <laughs> follow me. Uh, I'm Joe Pending. You are Robbie Rags. Yep. And he is this good idiot. At this good idiot, and we'll 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 say when it's happening. But we need to. I I do want to do that very bad. I've been putting it off forever. Oh, and if you want to see the Scott Stapp uh, uh, picture, picture, I did post it. Yeah, it's people so asked good. for it. I posted it. It is both very ones. strong. It's very very. I funny. laughed out loud when I saw it again because I forget <laughs> how good it is and how much of a 
beast he is. Like Scott, I'm really sorry. He is so big. <laughs> like he is a monster of a man. I I forgive you, Scott. Oh wait, hey, uh, <laughs> I, I enjoyed talking about this last time. What uh, we should do, you know, really quick. And what have you guys been listening to this week? Take your time. I'm in no rush. Oh, all right. I thought you were just uh, no. I was looking to... at the thing. Yeah. What uh, do, What have you guys been listening to this week? I've been listening to this week. I guess I caught up on all my podcasts this week. I did a lot what, of podcasts, podcasts this week. Um, Undisclosed, Serial, iFanboy, Panel Culture, a lot of comic book podcasts. Um, what's up? I didn't even realize I'm so far behind on Serial. Yeah, Serial. Oh, been, dude, yeah, it's been good. I had to listen to last week's episode like six times, though, because if your mind wanders for a second, it was yeah, such I've a heavy episode. That. Yeah, They're giving you so much where it's like, and you really, really have to pay attention to get get anything out of it. I've been enjoying it. And it's really I, good, season. and in in that same regard to, to I mean to that same point, uh, undisclosed. Oh, was those last two episodes where they actually like they dive into the hearing and they do like a full like extended talk about each did, thing of the hearing? Did you guys really get? To, it turns out when I'm upset, I don't do any of the stuff I like. Wait, but did you <laughs> yeah. guys get to the episode <laughs> of Serial where where we basically find out what the deal is with Bo with Bo? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh yeah, okay, no, because no, no. All right, it's pretty well, great. Without I okay. wait, which wait, all right. Will you find out why he left? No, well, no. You just sort it's of like you find you out get a, a better bit more picture about of him. him. Oh, I'm in the middle of that episode. I see it coming. Really All right. Good. Well, what was really upsetting about that episode is the whole time I'm listening to it, and what really like, and I, okay. So I listened to it, and the next day I was talking to Chelsea about it, and I was like, I know what you're about to say. I was like, Hey, Chelsea. So did that episode like did it? And she goes, Are you worried that you're Bo Berg? <laughs> <laughs> In the car, I was literally sitting there. I was like, I was like, shit, I have that disorder. Whatever that is, I have it. Oh, you? Okay, because even my no, not you. No, my wife was like, yeah, you. No, I have that. Yeah, for sure. Michael, oh no, I know exactly. Knows me better than anybody. Michael, I knew, I know exactly where I was when I decided that I was turning left to pick up Applebee's for our mother. I was doing dishes. And I was like, oh shit. I was doing dishes. I have that. And I was like, oh no, That's I, incredible. I have all of this. Same. He's talking about this thing where you believe that every single thing in the world that happens is directly correlated to you, right? It's a well, self-centered it a disease. Lo- I no, think it's it called. wasn't even not even that aspect of it. There were certain things that that that, that different things. Yeah, she way goes that into he, it. Ways that he behaves that I ain't no that scientist. I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, uh, oh no! Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So I'm still kind of going through that um, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I've been dealing with that. So I've been pushing through that. <laughs> I, listen, I listened to the Nerdist a lot this week. And did you? What, who, who did you listen to? Which dude, ones? How Sally Fields, the mom from uh, Ms. Doubtfire. Uh huh. She she's a she's a rowdy bitch. She's a firecracker. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, 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 like she's you know. she's awesome. I didn't man. listen to that one. Was she a good guest, dude? Uh, you know what? You know what the word would be. She's a real tomcat. Like she, <laughs> like, she really wasn't she in a mo- movie called the- No. Um, she, maybe. Uh, no, I don't think so. There's been a lot of movies, guys. Dude, um, she is awesome, and she was on with uh, Michael Showalter, the dude who really? wrote. Nice. Yeah. I love him because he wrote a movie for her, and it's coming out soon. That's awesome. Holy shit! Good Michael for Showalter, him. dude from Wet Out American Summer, which comes up every week somehow. He's great. I want to see Cloverfield so oh, badly. Yeah. I want to see it so badly too because so I, I listened to that episode too. I almost didn't listen to the episode because I was worried about finding too much out about the movie. So here's my thing: as somebody who hates spoilers very much, I've learned how to always hear the spoiler. In something where people are trying not to spoil. <laughs> so now when people are like, no spoilers, yeah. but I turn it off because I know what I'm going to find. And I didn't turn it off, and I know what happens yeah, in the movie he, now. He, oh, don't tell he, me. He was going out of his way to not talk about it. Yeah, but I know what happens. started talking about genre, it was like, yeah, oh, yeah, exactly, no. Exactly that moment, I was like, that's Yeah, what, that's what and happens. he gave it all yeah. away. I and I was know. really I'm excited to see it, though. It's going to be so good. 
I'm, I, I'm just so excited. I, I'm so excited that they were talking about it with such enthusiasm where they're just like, it just, it, you have to see it. You just have to see it. We're not going to talk. You just have to see it. Like everybody should have to see it. And like the fact that they were talking about the conversation that's going to take place afterwards. How, like you're, it's not going to be a movie that you can just see yeah. and then go out to dinner. Like you're going to have to have to talk about it. I'm excited about that. I love that. I'm I love listening to J.J. Abrams talk because you don't realize how old J.J. Abrams is. Because like to so he me, starts talking about the movies he's worked on. Yeah, early everybody in his else career. is like you know, like everyone else. I think in like our age, our generation is kind of like, oh, like the, the guy from Lost. I think he did that other show too yeah. before that. But dude, in 1989, he talked to Steven Spielberg about doing a second Roger Rabbit. Wow, that's, that's insane. Like you don't realize how long this dude's been around. That's yeah. really nuts. It's amazing. Really cool. Um, to the way, to him the, talk. but you know what? What else? What else about that episode was kind of hard for me was. Uh, when he's talking about, well, you know the line that Chris Hardwick always says, you never get to yeah. spike the ball, all yeah. that stuff. When they were talking about, like, okay, you directed a successful Star Wars movie. Like, do you feel different? And yeah. he's like, no. So, okay, wow. I listen, I've never like directed so a Star Wars upsetting. movie. Yeah. Like, I've never achieved something even on, like, an imaginary plane close to J.J. Abrams. That's but the goal. That same exact thing on a much infinitely smaller scale. You're like, oh, if we just do this, like it's patent pending, like if we just accomplish this, I have that right then now. Then I will feel that. Yeah. And I'm then immediately, that right now. you don't even realize that, what, to me, it's like we accomplish it and I don't realize, oh, I'm supposed to feel like this. I don't even think about we accomplish it. I think about, well, this can lead to this and I want to do that. And right, right now, I'm on, I want to play a late night show really badly. Yeah. Like, really, that's what I want to do next. I just so want to finish this podcast. You know that most of the, uh, I'm just dying for this to be over. <laughs> I've been listening, right, to, to, to listen to your question, I've been listening to, there's an album, a band called Third in Union. My very, 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 very good friend, Chase Coy. There's a fun story. You might not like it. Everly was conceived to his voice. Uh, <laughs> but he's got this song gosh. called My Love that I literally listen to on repeat. It is one of the most beautiful songs. It's, it's amazing. I, listen to, I must listen to it 100 times this week. That, that, now you know that. That was a very definitive ending to that. You like See, pulled away from the mic. It, I'm out. I'm out. I can't drop this mic. It's attached. <laughs> I, I bought a bunch of audiobooks, but I didn't start listening to them. Oh, that's what I listened to this week. I listened to the four-hour work week. All of it? I logged into your audiobook. Yeah. Dude, I had a huge week. I didn't tell you guys shit. No. Dude, How is you've all been to my house. Yeah. <laughs> Robert used to work in my house. Yeah. Now you know this. Um, you were miserable every day because you were like, Joe, your life is a disaster. You were the well, only one who can fix this. Yeah. And everything, you were sitting literally on piles of clothes, clean clothes. Yeah. But like, they were clean. Everything's they were, clean. Everything it's just a disaster. Clean. It's just everywhere. Yes. Robert, you should come to my house right now. There's nothing fucking left. Wow. I threw everything out. Nice. Everything in my house you getting rid of the is clutter? gone. Everything's garbage. It's all gone. Are you getting rid of the clutter? <laughs> it, it's all gone. I'm selling my storage unit. Like, I'm going through it. That's I'm, amazing. I'm putting so much stuff on yeah, I was eBay. listening to the four-hour work week the whole time. Uh, it's a 13-hour book. I'm 11 hours in. And it's because it's taken me yet. 11 hours to tame the beast wow. that is the laundry room and That's my office. That's not that bad. Now, are you Dude, listening to it while you're doing stuff like that? Gone. That's great. You're I just, just never felt better. Hey, I'll you come just, hang. Maybe that's why I'm all fired up. Yeah, maybe I'll come I'm hang. I'm all fired up. Yeah. Is it helpful to you? I mean, are you getting stuff It's changing out of it? my life. It's, it's, pretty, it's, it's literally it's changing amazing. my life. Because all you He's have to realize, he, the techniques in the book, it's called the 4-Hour Work Week, and it's basically you can be as successful as you want to be, and you don't have to work more than 4 hours a week, so you can actually live your life. Like he's saying, retirement, it the way it's set up right now, people don't get to live their life. They basically just recover from this right. fucking disaster that they lived all those years. His deal is you should be able to work from anywhere in the world for four hours a week and make more than enough money to live the life you want to live. And 
it's not about the money stuff is like great. Like obviously you know this about me. I did fucking repel money somehow, <laughs> but like I haven't really gravitated to start a business this way. Blah 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 blah. We're not getting paid. We're no, going on before we're doors. Super, Perfect. That, that guy, <laughs> story. Remember we played before doors in South Carolina. Yeah. I don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> the issue was uh, he's Staff he's basically like the set. The, Staff they, they really dug. They're the like set. this is our last hour of quiet. But um. What he teaches you is, like, you can do all this stuff, but you have to set up your life first. Like, basically, you know, you have to build the house on a solid foundation. And for me, the solid foundation is I walk into my office and every cool thing on the planet Earth that I ever thought was cool is right there. I don't have to get any work done because all this awesome shit is here. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just – it's like being on the internet saying you're going to do some work on the computer. Yeah. But that's helped me clear up my life, which is very, very exciting. I want to listen to that. It's very awesome. I've been really productive lately, too. I feel like I've been, like, even not thinking about it, like, reflexively, like, oh, I need to get something done. That's good. Um, so that's been feeling good. But I've been listening to, I haven't been listening to many podcasts or any of that, but um, I've been listening to Q and Not You, uh, they had two of their records, Power and uh, Different Damage. How funny is it that we played a show with them once? No, you didn't. Yeah. Where was that? Uh, somewhere in Huntington. It was weird. That is... Like, we shouldn't have been there. <laughs> Uh, that makes sense. They're uh, they're the a totally different thing. Uh, yes, and I locked my keys in the car. Oh, incredible! Cool, cool. Uh, and then I listened to "Murder by Death" uh, in Boca Al Lupo in the mouth of the wolf in Italian, I believe. There are a couple songs on there. I want to cover. There's one song that I was think I was listening to. I was like, man, I really want to cover this song. They're really cool for band. the podcast. And then I looked to see what the name of the song was, and it's called "Brother." Yeah. What? Nice. Yeah. That's nice. That's <laughs> you know what's insane about Joe describing that night in Huntington? It still doesn't narrow it down for me. That's amazing. Just Dude, I, I just like, lock I my could... keys in my car like three times a week. Okay. <laughs> to the point where we had the remember we broke the back of part of the one ceiling on the wind like the, there was a seal on the back door that Anthony punctured because of how often and then he put the wire hanger <laughs> underneath the wheel I wheel rail. It was like as if like my tire was my fly, I'd get jack. It was like this is where we put the hanger so you can open your car. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It really is fantastic. Yeah. You know what else I listened to this week? What? And I, I, I was obsessed with them, like, when I really got into like, pending, rock and roll music. So I was obsessed with them. <laughs> thank you. Uh, just a lot of patent pending. Yeah. <laughs> no, I listened to Nirvana. Huh. Dude, Interesting. I listened to Nirvana this week, too. I didn't. And so good. A band really... covered Nirvana last night. That's, always, that's either always the best or the worst thing to ever happen. It was a bizarre song that I think you can only hear on Muddy Banks of the Wishka. Wow. And oh. I listened to Muddy Banks of the Wishka you know last what? week. I actually did listen to music today. What did you listen um, to? Our sister Gina sent us a text saying that her friend Marco is playing uh, Jim Morrison on vinyl tonight on HBO. Really cool. And I fucking love Marco. Dude, his band's great. I love Marco's band. They're called Les Mood, and I haven't. I just haven't thought of it in like over a year. I, I haven't now, listened to that record, and I, she sent that text, and I was like, oh, Les I think, Mood. I think now he's playing under the name from Marco with Love. I that's think so. A great that's name. A, I yeah, think that, that's true. Um, he's fantastic. He's a huge, huge. Like we bonded over Super Drag because like how drag. often does that happen? Fun fact: lead singer of Super Drag is Jarrett Reddick's cousin. That's yeah, an unbelievable that, 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 bizarre super makes fact. all the sense in the world. Yeah, it really like, does. It's like the, really... the same type of sensibility with the the pop. Yeah. You want to know the moment? Um, he's the... a very clever songwriter. Very, um, very bizarre. But the, I the love moment, super drag. The moment I knew that we chose the right producer, Andrew and I, was we were sitting there on the first day of tracking, and we had like our demos playing in Pro Tools for like to, like click tracks and shit, and uh, and. Uh, to take a break, like to like, cause sometimes you got to give your ears a rest and listen to something else to like reset, 
recalibrate. Um, he put on super drag, regretfully yours. Regretfully yours. And I started screaming out loud. That's I was insane. like, you have no idea how amazing this is. Like, this is the greatest fucking thing ever. You know what's what? amazing is like, it's like I, I stuck with them way after that. Yeah, yeah you really did. Great I gotta records. tell you, I think In the Valley of Dying Stars is one of the most solid records you've been telling ever. me to watch that i, I mean no, to, to listen to that and no, i watch that uh to listen to that it's consistently so every like four or five since months, high school since high school since high school it's, you need to listen to every this every once in a while i put it on and it's like you and you think that the first five songs are great and then you get to the last half of that record and it's like it's even better and it's like oh my god it's so good one thing that's that i one reason i know that our dad is cool <laughs> is because <laughs> when i was a kid i was obsessed with that song who sucked out the feeling by super drag and me and my idiot friend Nathan on a tape. Remember, yeah. Yeah. we a played tape. hockey, but we lived in the south, so to play the, the level of hockey we wanted to play, we had to drive two and a half hours four times a week to play. And my dad would do those drives; it was fucking insane. Amazing, but man. we also made a cassette tape with that song on it only, <laughs> and we had it on rotation four times a week, two and a half hours. I remember being in the car the once with with Nathan's mom, and she was into it. She she rolled she with it for it. a little while, and then she after a while, she's like, hey, you guys, need, if you need to make another tape with another song, that's okay, but it has to be a different song. <laughs> <laughs> but Which became a tradition you. in patent yeah, pending. Say, we do that you. all the time. Yeah. But okay. It's like a challenge. Yes, all it, is it a takes challenge. is one asshole in the car yeah. has to say, I bet you wouldn't. Yeah, And so and it happens oh, like We that. told this story in the van once, and then Anthony was like, you wouldn't listen to Thon song 100 times in a row. I was like, you're damn right. I was there for that. I was there for, I'm feeling this by Blink-182. Yep. We was... did Boom 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 uh, by Vanga Boys. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I want I, you in my room. I missed that one somehow. Um, hey, I was there for all of them. The mo- <laughs> when Anthony comes on the podcast, we'll have him speak of his triumphant feat. Where hey, he, spent- he lives Mark- so close. We should have him on next week. They did 27 hours in a row to get ho- us home in time for Christmas from New Mexico, <laughs> listening to only seven songs on repeat. <laughs> and this is the best part. The seven songs, um, we- the Bouncing Souls did a cover of, I think, Boston's did it originally. Lean on Sheena. I don't. I don't know. Or Boston's covered. It doesn't matter. Bouncing Souls version of Lean on Sheena. Three times of the seven. <laughs> um, and then the song uh, "At Your Funeral" that by is... Saves the Day. The song. So not bad song. Hold on, I'm not done. And then the Over song. Um, what's the song? Hours. Turn around. Every I fucking need you more than thing. ever. What's that song called? Doesn't matter by Bonnie Tyler or something. That was on it twice, and then there's one other song I can never. Oh, uh, Vinyl Paradise by the Fat. Wow, and that's the song. So you have to understand, it's seven songs playing over and over for and twenty-seven. That song's about a minute and a half long. Right, exactly. That's a very <laughs> important factor. So twenty-seven hours straight. <laughs> Driving time, so like it's over probably thirty hours with rest stops. This, how did Lee Nunn Sheena get twenty seven hours straight? Hold on, this is the best part. You'd go through the songs, and they'd be like, "Oh, well, this song's on that. That's a different song." And then Lee on Sheena would come on, and then Lee on Sheena would come on again, and then at your funeral would come on, and then Lee on Sheena would come on. It was fucking insane. It was so much more severe than doing one song a hundred times in a row. There were- because, like, think about when we did Feeling This by Blink a hundred times in a row, which you've done a lot of songs a hundred times in a row. I can't remember all of them, but that one, it's just like, all right, this is the part where Mark Hoppus, things are never the same again. You can't win. But, like, dude, we're talking. Count and you got to start over. So we're talking unfairable. songs that are totally different levels. They're mixed differently. The fad song wasn't mastered, so it was super low. And then, like, the next song, come on, lean on. It was. Amazing, really incredible feat. I do remember because, uh, like, I I sat in the back bench and there was a speaker right next to my head. Were you on that tour? Um, for what? Yeah, you were on that tour yeah, with Zebra. And so Steve Ruta was there. Yeah, Steve Ruta left a sandwich 
in the car in the in the van, and it was there for two fucking years. Good for him. <laughs> and we couldn't figure it out. Good Every once him. in a while, the van would smell like actual death, <laughs> like the, the, when poop dies. That's what it smelled like. And then all, we found it fucking wedged underneath oh, something. That's awful. And it was a fucking black and you know it's Steve Subway sandwich. Specifically, it was Steve Ruda? Oh, we know it was Steve, yeah. <laughs> Steve told us, Steve told us, um, hey, like months later, I think I left food in that van. And we're like, Steve, that's very possible. Oh, <laughs> and that was it. But then we found it because I guess, we, we used, remember we used to have Club X? Club Extreme, yeah, yeah, where yeah. we just have a mattress <laughs> in the mattress back and like the back five and people piled on piled up. It was disgusting. Um, well, I do remember though. There was one time that um, uh, we were we were making one of those long overnight drives, and like I'm sleep- I sleep in that back back bunk, and the speakers right next to my head, so they keep it off. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> and there was one night. Where every once in a while it would turn up really, really loud <laughs> because it was some guy on the radio giving a shout out I have to Michael in the back seat. I have something for this. I want to say something. I want to say something. It was totally fine. I want to say something. I was not in the van. That was actually the day I met Jarrett Reddick. I, I flew to Dallas to do some stuff with Jarrett, and you guys drove home straight from California. So we're talking, I think it takes three days to California. You guys did it in two and a half because everyone wanted to get home really badly. Yeah. And there were no shows. And you were in a bad mood, uh, very particularly for that day. <laughs> and to so make it fun. up to you, Jay Beaner was calling every local radio station as they pulled into town. <laughs> yeah. Like where they knew no one would be requesting anything to say, hey, please apologize to Michael Regassa for me. So the guy would do it. And like That's the third, right, we the second fight. day, so dumb. like Michael had been back there for so fucking long, they didn't even know if he was alive anymore. And so they would, they had him, wake up, you sleepy head. And it was like, it was like rock on two doors. I'm like, like was that, that, was, that was how we made up. Though. Yeah. That was, that was I mean, what, you know. Oh, that's so funny. All right. So real quick, is there anything that you want to plug? Mm, at this good idiot. On that's Twitter. It. Just on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, and actually, yeah, in this podcast that we do, this Brothers the Podcast, tell everybody about it, review it on iTunes and SoundCloud and wherever the fuck else you find it, and give it to all your friends. It's good. I have something I want to plug, and it was a comment about this podcast. There's a guy named Zach Johnson who's a magic. He's an actual magician. His He's father magic. was a magic. His neighbor was a magic. His father was a magic. His neighbor's father was a magic. (laughs) Um, This guy used to come to shows with us and do magic on stage and blow everyone's fucking mind. Then we go up there and play terrible, mediocre rock music. This dude sends me a text. Like, I don't know what that weird time of day. And he was like, hey, man, I don't know if you've seen this before. And sends me a link to Scott Stapp singing the Let's Go Marlin song. Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. We (laughs) talked about this last week. I get a text 15 minutes later. Awesome. Just got to that part. You guys are the fucking best. (laughs) (laughs) So he went on iTunes and reviewed it. Zach Johnson, my plug is for you, my friend. You are the best. Thank you for doing that. Amazing. Amazing. But he wanted to make sure that I knew about it. Like, that was so great. It's so funny. Robert, anything to plug? Um, Just just Michael's Instagram. (laughs) Just want to make sure he gets it. I'm Joe Pending. At this good idiot uh, is Michael on Instagram and on, on Twitter. What about mine? Oh, and I, I mean, I'm playing Michael. If you want to, no, if you want to see, if you want to see some of the the art from one of the comics, you can go to CosmoKidComics.com. There's some artwork on there. There's even some merchandise. I wasn't criticizing shirt. you about um, that. He was hijacking your plug. Not. I'm still plugging. This is all. This whole plug is for me. Um, it's a twist. That's the twist. That's the he twist actually ending. paid me five dollars for that. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, no, I'm, I'll be I'll be over in the UK with Patent Pending. And you still uh, oh yeah, band hopefully name. playing some of my brand, my my new band songs. Acoustic <gasps> he almost he point. almost said the name of the band. It was yeah, so was close. That, my my band Patent Pending is going on tour in the United Kingdom, and you should get tickets to that and go to the show. It's in Who? April. April. Where? United Kingdom. Patent We're, Pending. Yep, is it? What oh, weeks are yeah. you? When are you going to be gone? April fourth. The tour starts. It ends on the nineteenth. And it's going to be really, really fun. Oh, good. You'll be back for my birthday. I was so worried. I'm always gone for your birthday. This is the first time I'll be back for it. <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, I'm I think to- that we should... End of podcast.